What's going on, guys? I just want to let you know that I am a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you like this show, and if you're listening to this, I really hope you do, go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com for more shows like this one. We've got shows like Breaking the Panel. They talk about all the hot topics in comic books today. We've got Botched, a D&D podcast. A bunch of friends get together, get trashed, and go through the fifth edition of Dungeons & Dragons. We have Pokemon Go. We have Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have DC On Screen. We have Booze and Phasers. A show done by our lovely ladies that drink wine and talk about Star Trek. It's pretty cool, right? Uh, Many other shows. Please go there and check that out. And uh, as always, like the Blazing Defender Reports. And now for your listening pleasure, the Blazing Defender Report with your host, Travis Jones. Welcome, everyone, to another spectacular edition of the Blazing Defender Report! I am your host, Travis Jones, a.k.a. The Fucking Blazing Defender. No one really calls me that, but if you did, it would be cool, and I'd be like, holy shit, dude, I'm gonna buy you a beer, that was awesome. Uh, but no, welcome, guys, to the edge of the giant size team-up network. That's right, I am the fucking lightsaber of that group, Chris Wisdom, that's in the group right now, the Facebook Live. I am streaming live on Facebook. If you haven't seen the Facebook Live show, you're really fucking missing out because uh, I, I chat with the group before the show, and sometimes when I have time afterward, and we really we really talk about some stupid shit, and it's really a lot of fun, so you should really try to check it out. I do try to put it on the Facebook page when I'm recording. It's on Mondays or Tuesdays, usually between... 12 a.m. to 12 a.m. the next day. No, really. I don't fucking know. It's usually between 4 and 6. There you go. Uh, So if you ever want to check that out for anybody that's listening on iTunes. Speaking of iTunes. Oh, yeah. I wanted to tell you. we, We have just been recently voted the number one show on iTunes. This is no shit. Listen up. This is the number one show on iTunes with little... To no, I mean zero, production value. Hey, man, you got to be good at fucking something. Not being good at something is technically being good at something. Hmm? Yeah, think about that. Uh, uh, like like uh, my boy said, Bruce Lee, all fighting without fighting. I think it was better last week. Anyway, all right, enough for the impressions, enough of all that stupid shit. But really, all jokes aside... The Podcasting Awards, 2017 Podcasting Awards. Today, as of right now, July 31st, (laughs) took me a minute. Told you there was no fucking production value. I wasn't fucking lying. 2017 Podcasting Awards. Today is the last day to vote for your nominations. Please, 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 in the entertainment category, vote for the Blazing Defender Reports. And in gaming, vote for my boys at Botched. They do a fantastic job over there. A group of friends get fucking hammered. And they um, play Dungeons and Dragons, the 15th hundred edition or some shit. I don't know what the fuck it is. But uh, it's a great show, guys. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it, it makes you want to be there. That that's. I mean, I listen to it every week. And I'm like, oh, man, fuck, man. I wish I was fucking there. I wish I was a fucking orc running around sucking fairy dick and shit. I, I, fuck, I don't know what they do. But uh, it sounds really cool. I've never played, but it sounds really fun. But get out there and vote, guys. It would mean a lot to me. Uh, it means a lot to the fucking show. Hey, it, it, the more revenue I can generate here, the less technical difficulties I fucking have. Uh, that's probably not true at all. I am probably have more difficulties. See, fuck it. I can't even talk. I need like a little teleprompter. See if I had money, I could have a teleprompter. I wouldn't mispronounce shit. I almost fucking did it again. Fuck you all. I know you're laughing right now. And that's the point. That's the fucking point. All right. Enough of the bullshit. I want to thank, thank, thank the shit out of Boom Collect Zone right now. For the very cool banner they gave me to hang on my backdrop. Thank you, guys. Um, oh, and I also got something to mail from today. You're going to fuck. Dang. I want to hear it because I told you, motherfuckers, go to the website. 
They have San Diego Comic-Con exclusive pops. All you got to do is ask them. And, and this is how cool they are. They may not have it. They go and look for this shit. They will go and try to find it for you. If they have a member in a cantina that's looking for something, not only does the whole group kind of band together and try to find it for a person, but the collector zone guys, are they're watching. They're in there. They're active in that, man. You're going to know who they are. One of them's in the group right now. Marcos is in the group. If you want something, a collectible, reach out to those guys, man. They're going to hook you up. But y'all missed the boat. I got on, Daddy got on the boat. Don't hate, motherfuckers. Don't hate. Check that out. San Diego exclusive, bitches. That is the Bucky Captain America. It is when Bucky took the mantle of Cap when he got killed a few, uh, well, shit, it's been several years ago now. But that is his outfit. It is a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. I reached out to Marcos. Marcos was like, he's got it in the mail, bitch. You got it in the mail. And it came in the mail. And with this cool, cool banner. So thank you very much for that. Very awesome. Some shirts are coming hopefully very soon, right? Uh, but yeah, man, get out there. All right, now, if you want to go to Collector Zone, contact me. You have to contact me, and I'm going to give you a code that's going to get you not 5%, because I don't even fuck with 5%. Not 10%, because I know that's where your head went. It went to 10%. And you did exactly what I would have done. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck 10%, man. 15%. 15%. Hey, we make this coupon code successful. Maybe we get more in the future. That's how business works, bitches. All right? Go there. Contact me first. Go there. Enter the coupon code. Get 15% off. Not just the item, the entire order. 15% off the entire order. Spend 100 bucks, you get $10 off. I'll make the math easy for you because you're probably dumb like me. All right? Guys, the entire purchase. Marcos just even said it. The entire purchase. Very, very cool, man. Thank you so much. He does that only for the listeners of the Blazing Defender Report. No one else gets that shit. All right? You might be at the water cooler one day and be like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, that collector zone, man. That, that shit cool, dog. And you go, yeah, man. Dude, I say 15% off because I live, listen to the Blazing Defender. And they go, oh, yeah, man. I, I get 15% off, too. Smack that motherfucker. I don't give a shit if you lose your job. Smack him. He's lying. He bold-faced lying to you, dog. You ain't getting it. It's only for Blazing Defenderites. Yeah, I like it. Blazing Defenderites. You're the only guys that get that code. So go to the website, check it out. Just check out the website. See something cool, hit me up. I'll give you the code. You go fucking buy it. And the li- your world, your life is improved and much better. We're helping people on the show, guys. We're changing lives. We're creating happiness one purchase at a time. Collector's Own Blazing Defender, we are a team. All right, guys. Speaking of teams, uh, I'm a big Black Rifle coffee supporter. Not only is it just fantastic fucking coffee, I'm a coffee snob. I don't even drink Firehouse coffee anymore. You know what we have at Firehouse? It's it's we we all pitch in. It's a it's a payment once a month or once a pay period. It's called commissary. If you're in the military, you're familiar. Okay, you pay your commissary. It's for ketchup, salt, pepper. Uh, potatoes, shit like that. And one of the things is coffee. It's probably the most used commissary item in the fire service. All right. We use fucking Folgers. All right. I started on Folgers. Not not talking no shit, Folgers. All right. But I have, uh, as I've made more money, I, I drink better coffee. And I become a snob when it comes to coffee. Black Rifle. Oop, there we go. Black Rifle. Join the coffee club. You'll get a discount. Uh, 10,000 vets is a code right now that you can use if you want to, you want to try Black Rifle Coffee. 10,000 vets. All right, check that shit out. They are a veteran-owned company, and they only hire vets. So, And their goal is to hire 10,000. They're a very small company, but uh, they're blowing up. Get on board. If you like dark roast, I drink Beyond Black and Murdered Out. Murdered Out. Is my pre-workout now. That shit will get your face shaking by the time you get to the gym. It's fucking awesome. 
Go to BlackRifle.com, 10,000 Vets is your coupon code. Check that shit out. All right, enough with all the bullshit. All right, we came to nerd out, and that's what the fuck we're going to do. We're going to nerd out. Oh, oh, shit. I got, hold on, one more. I got one more, one more, one more. Rec Bar. Yeah, Rec Bar, Louisville, Kentucky. If you're into vintage tabletop video games, this is the restaurant bar for you. Now, you're on the fucking 86th level of Donkey Kong. That shit going to make you hungry. You're going to want to fucking eat something and probably have a brew to calm your nerves afterward. Rec Bar. J-Town, it is a fantastic establishment. Uh, I'm a good friend with the owner, Tony Thomas. He gave me this shirt. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to try to partner up with him and do some stuff in the future. Have some live shows there at his restaurant. Very, very cool stuff. Very cool place. Uh, hot bartenders, you know, hey, man, that shit goes a long way. I don't give a fuck who you are. Uh, I'm married, you know, shit. I still like hot bartenders. Who don't? Um, it's kind of like, a, I think, a given. You, you don't see many ugly ones. You know, let's think about it. You don't see many ugly ones. Anyway, uh, go to Rec Bar, Louisville, Kentucky. Check it out. Tony, thank you for the shirt. All right. Nerd time, man. Fuck it. Nerd time. Okay. Some of the news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con this past couple weeks was about Captain Marvel. Everybody's really, really excited about Captain Marvel. Uh, I am, too. Now, what has came out about what the movie is going to be has really, uh, same amount got me curious, got me excited, and got me a little worried. So anytime you can have me have, me have all those emotions at the same time, you've done a fucking good job, I think. And one of the things that's going to be really cool about Captain Marvel is it's actually in continuity. And then when I say continuity to, uh, thank you, Nick. Thank you. Yeah, you like that. Um, when I say about continuity, for people who don't understand, what I mean is, is like the Marvel Marvel movies have done something that really not many movies have attempted in the in the past. Now, I'm not saying there hasn't been sequels and prequels and all that trilogies. We all know there has been, but what Marvel has done is they have movies in a continuity, meaning this event happened first. Which led to these chain of events. This character becomes this character. Blah, blah, blah. Just like the comic books. They've taken the continuity from the comic books and created their own continuity in the MCU or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay? Now, what's odd and cool about the Captain Marvel movie that's coming up is it is actually going to be the first movie in that continuity. So it comes before Iron Man. It's actually set in the 1990s. And Nick Fury, Sam Jackson's character, uh, he's going to reprise his role as Nick Fury in the movie. And he's going to have two eyes. That's how far this, this movie goes into the past. All right. So very, very cool. Right. All right. Now, how are they going to make it work? And the biggest question of that is, where the fuck have you been, Captain Marvel? The Chitauri invaded Earth. Ultron almost killed us fucking all. Are you fucking kidding me, bitch? Wake the fuck up. Now, we don't know how this movie ends. So, I'm sure Marvel Marvel's going to explain it all to us. They they know how to do this shit. So, uh, but very, very cool. But the most awesome news about the, the movie that's coming out is the villain. And the villain is the Scrolls. It's an alien race called the Scrolls. They're embedded in Marvel history. Okay, they were first. They first appeared in 1962 in Stanley's Fantastic Four number two. Yes, not the first issue. The, yeah, the first issue was basically their origin, but they encounter Scrolls in the second issue. 1962, man, that's fucking shit's way older than me, and that's fucking old. So, uh, very, very cool. They have, uh, they're able, these aliens are able to change into anybody. Anybody they see or come in contact with, they can change and look exactly like that person. Uh, they don't have their memories, but they do have their, their voice and uh, their, their appearance to, to a T. So, very, very cool. One of the other cool things about them is they have war scrolls and they have super scrolls. Now, the super scrolls actually have abilities, like, one of the first Super Scrolls I think we ever seen was a hybrid of the Fantastic Four. They wore, they, uh, one part was the thing, so he had the strength. One part of him was like the human torch. He could, he could emit fire. 
uh, his whole body could stretch and he could become invisible. A pretty fucking formidable foe is a super scroll. So very, very cool. I'm very excited for the Captain Marvel movie. Uh, Brie, I always fuck this up. And I want to say it's Brie Olson. The chat will probably correct me. But, okay, if it's not Brie Olson, Brie Larson, shit. Brie Olson, I, I did it myself. Chat didn't get me. I got it before the chat uh, picked it up. Brie Olson is a porn star. <laughs> okay, Brie Larson is the actress that's going to play Captain Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers. Uh, it, she, I think she's super fucking hot. She's hotter than Brie Olson. Her butt ain't as big as Brie Olson. But she's way higher than Brie Olsen. I mean, Brie Olsen's hot. I mean, come on. Fuck, she's hot. And she does a lot of crazy shit. You know, not that I know, but I hear people talk about it. Anyway, uh, so that's really cool news uh, coming up with Captain Marvel. All right. I don't even know why the fuck I'm talking about this. I'm mad at myself that this is in my notes. But I put it there because, you know, you get these people in Hollywood and uh, I'm pulling up because I want to I want to quote him. I want to quote him exactly here. Uh, you get these people in Hollywood that even though they're on the big screen or anything, you look at them and you think, you know what? That's a cool motherfucker. And yeah, what's porn? Right. Yeah. Oh, Cole. Where's Cole? At? Cole ain't watching this. Is he going to ask you again? Um, sorry. That was a, a response to the Facebook chat uh, from the, the Meatheads on Movie review that we did uh about the spider-man and the the uh oh, i'm watching porn but anyway you gotta watch the meatheads on movie review on spider-man to get it so fuck you anyway uh so anyway you see these actors and you go man that's a cool cat like i know he's rich he's famous he's on the big screen but if you seen him at a bar you or he could you know have a beer together and you would you would leave going man that's a cool dude Henry Cavill is that guy for me. I've loved him since, um, fuck, the, the Gods movie he played in. Fuck, I don't remember. He was like Zeus's son or some shit. I can't remember. The Revenge of the Gods or something like that. It was right before The Man of Steel came out. And then when he was The Man of Steel, he was my Superman. I know Christopher Reeves was fantastic. No disrespect. Henry Cavill is my Superman. The dude is fucking jacked. He's not one of these five five dudes that run around and they need camera angles to look like a beast this dude's a fucking beast he looks like a beast he trains like a beast he takes the shit serious he has in uh enveloped the superman role he loves it he loves the fans he's constantly doing fan shit the dude is just fucking cool right all right that's the reason this shit's in my notes and after i get into this you're gonna be like oh i see why it is in your notes I think it's fucking retardedly stupid, but everybody wants to make a big deal about it. Anytime DC and the Justice League do something, people are going to scrutinize it to the fucking hilt, man. And I'm so over it, you know? So anyway, Henry Cavill is in uh, shooting right now, production for the new Mission Impossible movie, all right? He is contracted, all right? So he has to do this movie. Uh, now they're doing these reshoots of the $25 million worth of reshoots for the Justice League. Superman has a mustache because Henry's character in MI6, or I'm sorry, Mission Impossible, has a mustache. So this big thing has been done about how much it's going to take the CGI department to digitally get rid of this mustache. And it's the thing with two dimension versus filming in three dimension and all that. I get it. It's a lot of technical shit that would probably melt my fucking brain. All right? I understand that. This is what Henry Cavill said about all that's all the internet hate that has been thrown at this the mustache gate or whatever you want to call it. This was on his Instagram. Now you got to you got to bear with me for a minute. It says, "Dear followers, it's time to finally set the record straight in this mustache fiasco. Pictured above not is not on a set of MI6, MI6, which is the new Mission Impossible movie, but is in fact the latest in a series of weapons being designed by Warner Brothers and Paramount Studios to combat the entity known as 
Henry Cavill's mustache. There has been no discussion over whether to save it or not. To say, oh, I'm sorry, to shave or not shave for the Justice League reshoots. Simply a relentless campaign to put an end to the seeming, seemingly exorbitable conquest of this despotic stash. It is not a question as if I should shave. It is a question of how can we possibly be victorious against such a beast without bringing about our own doom rampaging down upon us. <laughs> Fucking fan fantastic response to uh what do you call it mustache oh the 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 entity known as henry cavill's mustache it's ridiculous all right guys it's uh, they made me think a fucking camaro could transform into a badass fucking robot like i literally walked out of the movie theater and every car i looked at i was like holy shit Holy shit, is that a Decepticon? Oh my god, there's a cop. Oh shit. This is an enslaving punish on the fender. Run! The mustache ain't a fucking issue. They're going to get rid of the fucking mustache. You won't even fucking see it. Stop. Stop. I wish they'd have gave him a beard. Give that motherfucker a badass beard. Fucking boom. It's over. He, fuck Superman. He's a goddamn beard anyway. That'd be dope. Anyway, I thought that was a fantastic response. That's why I want to have bruised with Henry Cavill. Hey, Henry, if you're watching this or you see this and you want to come to Dragon Con, be on the panel, I'll make a spot for you. Peter David, move the fuck over. Henry Cavill's coming to town, son. All right. Uh, news that dropped today. Not really so much news as a pick. But in uh, Deadpool 2, we're going to see Domino for the first time. And they released a picture of her. The actress name is this. I shit you not. I, I, I looked at this. I had to Google her on IMDb. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Zazie Beats is the actress that is going to be playing Domino in the new Deadpool movie. Now, for all you comic book guys, I know you know who Deadpool is, but for all you non-comic book guys that don't know who Deadpool is, uh, she is a mutant, and she's a very, very cool mutant. And this is why everybody thinks that her mutant ability is luck. Like, you can shoot her with a shotgun... Like at point blank range, a pellet wouldn't hit her. And yeah, who's Deadpool? Who the fuck? Deadpool? Deadpool got a sequel? What the fuck? Bullshit. Hey, we laugh, but guys, there's people out there right now that are doing that. They're saying, Deadpool, you fucking won't get my money again, that fucking stupid shit. They ain't watching this show, so feel free. But yeah. Yeah, they're stupid. Anyway, but so Domino, she's got this really cool ability, and they think it's luck. Like, she changes the probability of things to her favor. But that's really not what her ability is. Her ability is basically kinetic or telekinetic. She doesn't know how to use it. So what happens is when she's in danger, she kind of subconsciously activates her ability, her telekinesis or whatever it is, and probabilities change. Uh, not really probabilities, but like she telekinetically makes the bullets not hit her. Or she's swinging from someplace that's fucking crazy far and she telekinetically teleport, you know, like tra or, uh, propels herself to the next landing or something like that. Okay. Or she takes a punch in the fucking tits from the juggernaut. But where it would namely at least blew one of her boobs up, telekinetically she puts up a shield and it doesn't kill her. Or, you know, even worse, bust her boob. Uh, I don't know why my head went there. I have no idea why. You would think all this shit's in my notes, but it's really not. I swear to God, I do a lot of this shit like on, like on my spot right now. And sometimes it hits and sometimes it don't. Curious to see how that one lands. But anyway, that is Domino. Now... She looks really cool. She's got this huge afro and shit, which I don't know where the fuck that came from because Domino don't have that. But I'm cool. I'm cool with whatever works. But this is something that does bother me, being a comic book guy. She's not fucking blue. She's not blue. One of the reasons her name's Domino, she kind of looks like a dog um, from the Rascals movie. 
She's got like a black circle around one of her eyes. She's like blue with like this black circle or like really white. Uh, I've seen her both ways. This chick is black. Now, where are all the blue people at? They should be raising hell right now. Is there a petition? Do all the fuck? She's black. Okay, she's she's black and white. That's why she's called Domino. Okay, thank you. Why the fuck aren't people raising hell? Where are the black and white people at? They should be mad about this. I think she's black. She may be mixed, so I guess she is black and white. Well, fuck. I fucked that all up because I thought she was blue. Anyway, see, I told you, no production value at all, guys. All right, well, she looks pretty good, but there are, she don't have the thing around her eye. Let me see. I think I got it pulled up still. <laughs> Y'all bear with me, damn it. Here she is right here. Hold on. Okay, it looks like she does. She's got a white area around her eye. Oh, I see what you did, you crafty bastards. You did it. All right, you did it opposite. All right, hey. I don't give a shit if she's white or black. She's fucking hot is what she is. And Domino needs to be hot. She needs to be real sexy because she was sexy in the comic books. So I'm, I'm pretty cool with that. The pick is really cool. It's on Blazing Defender Report Facebook page. Um, Like she's laying down like how Deadpool was laying on a bearskin rug. She's laying on like a Deadpool skin rug. So it's kind of cool. I'm sure it's going to be fucking fantastic. Can't wait for it. But I thought that was really cool. Uh, but my whole point was, why ain't she blue? Well, fuck. Thanks. See, that's the reason you have a chat, guys. That's why you have chat. Where's Debo at? Debo usually is my producer, and he's let me down today. All right. Comic reviews. I don't have a lot of comic news. I really don't. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we talked about last time is still the hot shit. So, but I've got a lot of comic books to review, so we're going to get to it. Uh, Andrew asked, do I like Deadpool? Yes, I do like Deadpool. Now, there's usually a part of my show where I think viewers or listeners like actually start to throw shit or poo at the screen like monkeys. Um, I do it when I, I, I talk about my disdain for Spider-Man. Not disdain. I like Spider-Man. I think he's a great character. I just don't buy his comic book. He's just never someone that has appealed to me. I really like Deadpool. Uh, I like Deadpool in the X-Force. Uh, the Rick Remender X-Force run. I thought he was awesome. I think he's great as a support character. And I have read some story arcs with Deadpool that were really, really good. Don't get me wrong. I think the right, the right, the correct writer can get on a character and make them fantastic. And I, anybody. I don't give a shit who it is. All right. I gave... Uh, Batman Jokes and Riddles uh, last week a high review because the, the writer gave me a Kite Man origin story. That was awesome. Okay? So, in saying that, I do like Deadpool. Loved, loved, loved the movie. The movie was fucking fantastic. So, very excited to see Cable. Uh, I was really upset with Josh Brolin as the choice. Then I seen how Josh Brolin's looking. He looks a lot like Cable, so I'm really, really excited. Really excited for the whole fucking movie. I mean, I think it's going to be a, a big hit. I wish Tim Miller, the director, was back on Deadpool. I would love to know the creative differences between him and Ryan Reynolds that caused him to, to bow out of the movie. I think Tim did for his budget. I mean, he created magic with the Deadpool movie. And I'm just, uh, you know, I'm really curious to see what happens uh, with, um, I forget the guy's name. I believe he did the Fast and the Furious movies, so which I like. I know. You could throw poo on that. I, I, I fully expect hate when it comes to me saying that. But I thought they were entertaining. So, uh, yeah, the main villain I don't think we've really gotten yet from Deadpool 2. Uh, I'm sure when they drop the trailer, which is going to probably break the fucking internet, we'll find out. If somebody in the chat knows, uh, hit, hit that up. If not, I'll try to do some research and find out for you for the next show. All right. Comic book reviews. I've got some, and we're going to start out with light reading with infinity war coming up for the, for, uh, infinity war, the big Marvel movie. It's going to have like 60 something fucking characters in it and stuff. You've got a villain that this is where I think Infinity War not not will fail, but is 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 not. No one knows the fucking villain. 
other than comic book people. Movie people don't, aren't sure. They know Thanos is purple. They know he's probably pretty badass. What's his motivation? Who the fuck is he? Where'd he come from? Why is he purple? Why does his chin look like a sack of nuts? I mean, it's there's a, a lot. Those are great questions to ask. So I, I really think, I really hope that they give us some insight on Thanos in Infinity War. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do that with all these characters and still give Thanos some time. I don't think it's going to happen. But they have said they want to make him a modern-day Darth Vader-type character. Just sinister, scary as fuck. So, hey, man, I'm all for another Vader, especially if it's Thanos. I love Thanos. Which leads me to Thanos number nine. Okay... The lighting's a little weird, but that's a, a Gabriel Del Otto cover. He's a fantastic fucking artist, and he's not on this book anymore. You've got this Peralta guy. Yeah, Peralta's not very good. All right. Uh, it's not the worst art I've seen all week, but it's just not really good. And when you come from De- Gabriel Del Otto's art to this guy's art, it's a, it's a big kind of like smack in the face. Now... Um, Jeff Lemire, the writer, that's a different story. This cat can just flat out fucking write, guys. Uh, he can fucking write. It's 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 a really really good read. And I'll set the stage. Thanos is sick. He's lost all of his power. Uh, Nebula, Trico Slatterus, don't get me started. Don't get me started on that motherfucker. And Star Fox, who's Thanos's brother. All kind of tricked him, uh, beat his ass, left him on Titan. Okay? Thane, Thanos' son, orchestrated it all to get Thanos' power. Oh, not, not to get his power, but get the power of Phoenix. Gene Grace Phoenix, the Phoenix Force, ring a bell. There you go. Okay? Now, in this book, uh, Thanos is on his last leg. They found... Uh, Star Fox found a place called the God Quarry. And it's basically where these three witches have coveted all the power from dead gods. And they think that maybe he can get his power back from these witches. Now, what's cool about it is you'll have to, you'll have to read the origin on how Jeff Lemire's son was digging a hole in the backyard and his son's like really into Greek mythology. And he dug this hole and he was putting all these like toys in it. And he said, Dad, this is a God quarry. And Jeff Lamar was like, Holy shit, that's cool. It was like four years ago and he finally got to institute it in a comic book, which I thought that was a really cool story. Um, but I, th- what they've done is, is they've made me want to see what happens to Thanos next. And Thanos is, you know, he doesn't have the power that he usually has, and he's talking shit to these witches, and he's just an asshole, man. But he's been a, a such a foreboding character for so long, even without his abilities, he's still Thanos. So in the next issue, we get the trial, basically. Like, Thanos has to pass the God Quarry's trial. Now, we have no idea what that fucking means. So pretty good... Where, where the series was kind of dragging from issue like five to now, uh, this has picked it up for me. So, a solid seven. I give it a solid seven out of ten. Uh, if you want to know more about Thanos, Jason Aaron probably did the best run on him. I think it was just called Thanos. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Jason Aaron, Thanos, his run will come up. That basically gives you... The um the the story the origin story behind Thanos and why why he does what he does and how he does it. But this is another good story if you want a little bit more insight on the Mad Titan. That's what they call him. All right, now time for some crap. Yep, you motherfuckers throw crap at me, so I'm gonna throw some crap at you. No, really, this helps you out. Do not buy this book. This is a BDR. You know, I have a pick of the week. This is a shit of the week. (laughs) This is the SOW. All right. The shit of the week. Weapon X. Now, you see that image right there. Kind of looks like a Hulk with some adamantium claws coming out. It says Batch H. 
Alright, okay. Weapons of Mutant Destruction Part 5. This is Weapon X number 6. Oh, man. I tell you, people have shit on this series from the get-go. I did not. I didn't mind issues 1 and 2. I thought they were making these scientists that were building these mutant hunters. I thought they made them just cold and calculating and like didn't give a shit about life. William Stryker, who is an old, old X-Men villain, has resurfaced. He's got people believing mutants are the Antichrist. Um, you know, it's it, it had promise. It had potential. And these images of the Hulk with these animantium claws like a hybrid Hulk Wolverine were all over the internet. And it looked really cool. Again, uh, I think it was uh, Greg Land and uh, Jay Leeson, who's Louisville boy, by the way. Jay Leeson's the inker. They, had, they made these images. It looked really cool. All right. Has not been cool. This is the first time we actually get to see that creation. The art is so bad. Oh, my God. I, you know, I, I, it's better than what I could draw, which, you know, I draw stick people. Uh, the only thing, and another thing cool is you've got Wolverine working. Wolverine, Sabretooth, Domino, and Lady Deathstrike are working with Amadeus Cho, who is the new Hulk because Bruce Banner's dead. Let me say it again. Bruce Banner's dead. He's been dead. Amadeus Cho is the new Incredible Hulk. All right? I know some of y'all are saying, what the fuck? What happened? Hey, man, I just do the comic reviews. Uh, but anyway, so they've been on the hunt trying to shut this project down that William Stryker has started. It's the humor that they try to inject sucks. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert, Jimmy. Sorry, Banner's dead. Hawkeye killed him. Arrow to the fucking head. Banner wanted him to. What? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but this book is not good. The art is terrible. The story is lackluster. It's just like, it's a money grab, man. It's a fucking money grab is what it is. And it's got my money for the most part. So that's the reason I do this show. I don't want it to get your money. Don't buy that book no more. And I'm done with it. You know, I give, I give shit three issues. If you don't, if you don't give me three, if you don't give me three good issues, I don't buy you again. And this motherfucker was three ninety nine, four dollars. I'll never get back. Uh, was not worth shit. Uh, what I give it two point one. And the only reason I gave it a two point one is because Domino has a funny line in it that I la actually laughed out loud. And uh, we actually get to see the the Batch H creation for the first time. That was the only reason I gave it two point one. I think I gave last week's issue a fucking two. So it's garbage. It's poop. You don't want it. All right. The next book. All-Star Batman number 12. Okay. Tom King. Or I'm sorry. Scott Schneider, uh, who is one of the premier Batman writers of all time, if not the best. There's an argument there, I think. Uh, he's been on All-Star Batman. All-Star Batman has been fantastic. This story arc has involved around Alfred. Okay. If you watch the Gotham show... You'll know that they've made that Alfred kind of like a badass British Secret Service, you know, Special Forces cat. All right. Can really fucking handle his own and then some. This is diving way much deeper into Alfred and that part of his history, which to me has been very, very cool. Now, I know some people have talked about it. They don't like it as much, but Alfred actually, his, his mentor in the British Secret Service, was a part of a more secret service that he kind of recruited Alfred in. It's very, very cool. And how it leads to the Batman story is pretty awesome. So you've got, you know, you've always got this Alfred dynamic with Batman. And you always wonder, like, how Alfred handles it all. And this is this shows the character that Alfred, you know, Alfred was way more than a butler uh, before he became the, the Wayne's butler. And this it's got a little bit of, of a little bit of brief history with his father and kind of like how his father treated him because his father was the Wayne's Thomas and Martha's butler before Alfred joined. So very, very cool issue. Um, what did I rate it? Where's it at? Um, I give this a solid 7.7. I really liked it. The art's very cool. Um, yeah, Albuquerque. 
Um, it, it's it's pretty neat. You've got some uh, some some Tommy in it uh, from Hush. Um, it, it's good. I liked it. If you're if you're a Batman fan, there's not been an All Star Batman issue that I've read that's been under a seven. So it's a it's a very very fucking good series. If you're looking for a Batman series, this is your series. The Tom King series is is good as well. But you, you, I would not go. You would not go wrong with this All Star Batman. All Star Batman number twelve, good issue. All right, I've got man. I tell you what, these issues coming up, I'm really excited about. All right, I'm gonna do the Secret Empire first. No, first, yes, yeah, Secret Empire. Secret Empire number seven. Now, if you watch this show, that's a pretty. All right, check this shit out, guys. This is a pretty cool variant cover. It's the Black Panther. He's uh, got like a Hydra costume on. All right, that's a variant cover. Yeah, it's all fucked up now because my cat puked on it. Fucking true story, man. True story. It was sitting on the table. I just read it and put it on my, my kitchen table. My cat, I heard him. I heard him. I heard him. I was on the couch and I heard him going. I'm like, fuck, goddamn it, Echo. So I walked in there. I knew there was going to be some puke somewhere. And it was on this fucking cover. I don't have a cat anymore, but just saying. No, I, do, I still have a cat. I love my cat. I'll get another one of these. But um, this, this, this has been shit. This whole series has been fucking shit. I don't give a shit what anybody says. It's been fucking shit. It's convoluted. The art has been fucking awful. Uh, Adrian Soriento was the artist. And now... Uh, they, they switched out and they had this other cat. He was awful. Wait a minute. I think he's in this one, uh, because he still does some pages, I believe. And it's just, oh, it's so not good. It's like, you can't have a guy like Sorrento or Sorrentino, Sorrento, Sorrento on a comic book because he's fantastic. It's beautiful. There is a fight scene in here between Black Widow and the Punisher now, the Punisher has sided with Captain America, and we've all kind of wondered why. Now, we know from Civil War that Punisher loves Cap, would refuse to fight Captain America when Cap was kicking his ass in Civil War, would refuse to hit him. Cap told him, fucking hit me, fucking hit me. He'd say, fucking, it'd been awesome if he did. But he's like, hit me, hit me, fight back. And Cap was, or Punisher was, he's all busted up, and his eyes swole shut, and he goes, not you. Like, I'm not fighting you. You kill me. I'm not fighting you. You mean that much to me. You kick my fucking ass. You kill me. I don't care. Really say a lot about Punisher. Punisher, for as little as he is in all these Marvel big events, when Punisher is in a big event, he has just a fantastic moment. Again, right here. We find out why he is sided with evil Steve Rogers. I'm so sick of that shit. Uh, but this issue actually had some some um some linear ability to it to where you could actually follow it. Black Widow's been out to kill Cap since they figured out they couldn't beat him. She figures I'll take I'll cut the head of the snake off. It's the only way. Now I'm gonna kind of fuck with you a little bit because in another big event which the X-Men's versus Inhumans we seen a vision from a uh, a guy that could see the future that was an inhuman that showed Spider-Man, Miles Morales Spider-Man, actually killing Cap. Okay? Everybody's seen it. Okay? So, we've all kind of wondered, why would Spider-Man kill Cap? Well, then it comes out, Cap's fucking evil. Alright? So, then you go, oh, that's why Spider-Man kills Cap. So, Black Widow has kept Miles Morales real close to her during this whole series. She's going to kill Cap. But she keeps him close because she's going to make sure that he's not the one that does it. He's no killer. He's more than that. She knows what she is. The Red Room made her a fucking killer. All right? So this is that plan that comes into fruition. The Black Widow plan to take out Captain America. Okay? Well, the Punisher has been tracking her. They have a knockdown drag out fight. It's fucking awesome. I'm not going to tell you who fucking wins. But it's really, really cool. And then, you know, another thing happens. Miles Morales gets out. He's trying to prevent Black Widow from killing Cap. 
Something happens. I can't tell you what, but another major Marvel character is taken off the board for good. Uh, now, I say for good because we don't know how all this is going to end. I have my theories on how all this is going to end. I'm sure we're going to see this character again in the future because, you know, no one stays dead in comic books forever, right? But this was a fantastic issue. Best issue of the series by far, Secret Empire, number seven. Uh, it was good, guys. I'm telling you. It was right up there for pick of the week. I uh, gave it a, I guess, Secret Wars. What is that? I know what I want to give it. I got 7.5 written down. It's better than that. I'm going to say a 7.9. Almost a fucking 8. Yeah, by far the highest I've given any of the Secret Wars. Sariento being back on the art really, really helps. And he orchestrates that fight between Punisher and Black Widow well. It's an 8. Honestly, it's an 8 just because of that fight scene. So, that's an 8. Alright? Now, the next one I'm going to do, because I'm doing it in order, is Captain America Steve Rogers, 19. Okay? And you can see there's Sharon Carter in the background. Gary Jack Cap up in the back. That's how bitches roll, dog. That's how bitches be doing it. We all know Sharon Carter is not with this new Captain America. She thinks he sucks. He's basically thrown her in jail because she tried to thwart some of his plans. But he still loves her. He's still trying to make her see that this is the best thing. Now, this takes place right after the events of number seven. So you've got basically Cap having this monologue with himself. He's got this... Hydra outfit in front of him as he's talking in his head you realize how far gone our Captain America is good cap he's full on bad cap now he's taking off the the iconic stars and stripes outfit uh, there it is and putting on this new more Nazi-ish Hydra-ish looking uniform and it's not going well uh, it's a little bit too big of a monologue for me, but whatever. That's what Nick Spencer's done. So, and then again, you have a scene which makes this worth reading. Is there's a scene where Thor, you know, big Thor fan, man, this guy right here, he's having these drinks and he's getting on Cap because Cap won't drink with him, and he's like, I'm not drink. I'm not saying I'm not drinking. I'm just not drinking right now. And Thor's like, Well, the old Cap would have. You know, so then they, they kind of had this argument about what Cap's doing. And he keeps calling him Thor, and that's pissing Thor off. Because Thor didn't have the hammer anymore. He's the Odin son. So, basically, Thor says that, uh, you know, me and you used to party all the time. We would drink all the time and celebrate Aven uh, uh, as Avengers, as friends. As, you know, just because it was the day of the week named after me, we would drink. And Thor finally gets on him and says, you know, I'm not the Thor. Quit calling me that. And Cat basically says, look, man, don't be mad at me because you don't believe in yourself right now. Your fucking hammer has been laying out there because he's banished Lady Thor. Okay, don't get too far in the weeds. I try not to with you. But Lady Thor's gone. Mjolnir, Thor's hammer's been laying out there. And he's like, you haven't even tried to pick it up. And Thor's like, I'm not worthy. I'm not even going to try to pick it up because I'm not worthy. And Cap's like, don't blame me because you feel not worthy. Like, again, it shows you how far Cap's gone. And plus, Cap tells him, he's like, the next time you come at me with this shit, you better make sure you have that hammer. <laughs> and Thor just sits there. Uh, again, the thing I've hated about this whole entire Secret Empire series, people have been a little out of character. And it was a point that I didn't get to make in the Secret Empire review was Punisher. We find out why Punisher's with Cap. I get the reasoning. I just don't like it. Cap has promised Frank Castle his, his family back. Like, I can bring them back, Frank. You need to help me. You need to help me make this world the way I want it. I'll bring your family back. Can't, Frank believes him. I just don't know if Frank would go there. 
Maybe because it's Cap, I think it's a stretch for Punisher's character. Uh, I do like that Punisher's helping him. I just kind of wish that wasn't the reason, but I get it. But Spencer has kind of done that with everybody. Every character in the series is one of the things I haven't liked. Uh, and then at the end, we have Cap trying to appeal to Sharon Carter again. And she ain't having it. She actually tries to kill him. Again, I don't think Sharon Carter would have tried to kill him like this. Cap, of course, thwarts it because he's fucking Captain America. She tried to come out with a knife. It's fucking stupid. Uh, it's just shit like that in this whole series that has kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, but there was some decent, some decent stuff in it. Um... Shit, I got to grade it. I didn't grade it on, in my notes. I'm going to give it... Uh, I'm going to give it a six and a half. I'm going to give it a six and a half. The art's just really bad. But the whole Thor conversation was 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 pretty cool. It just It's a character study in how far Cap's gone. And we get it, Nick. We get it. He's fucking killed people. He's, he's killed friends. He's nuked. He nuked Las Vegas, for God's sakes. He's gone. We get it. I don't need a mental monologue to hammer the point home. But the Thor the Thor thing was pretty cool, so that's the reason I give it that. All right. What you've all been waiting for. Shirtless bear fighter number two. And yes, that looks exactly like Dan Belazarian. Looks exactly like him. It, Dan may have paid for this comic book to have been made. I don't know. He might have got high on some shit. And said, you know what? I want a comic book that shows me kicking the shit out of bears. And I got a huge blur on my cock. There you go. There you go, Dan. Hey, these cats have nailed it with this shirtless bear fighter. I usually don't buy these corny, funny books. I normally don't. Fuck Fairyland, I really enjoy. And that's usually my one. Uh, that's one of the reasons I don't buy a lot of Deadpool books. They're just a little over the top, the fourth wall breaking and all that shit. It's cool, don't get me wrong. It's just not something I want to buy on a daily or a weekly basis. Shirtless Bear Fighter is fucking phenomenal. I, I reviewed the, issue, the first issue last week. This is issue two. Shirtless is back to Thorwart, this uh, mutant bear army that is uh, attacking the cities. And uh, I told you it was like basically they took the or, or the, the story from Commando and, and, and put it into this character. You know, he's obviously some kind of military guy. We actually get a, a back scene in Vietnam uh, with shirtless. And, of course, he's shirtless even in Vietnam. But there's a montage scene here where he battles bears across the cities and he fights them in Houston, Atlanta, New Orleans. And one of the bears actually has like a hand grenade. He's holding a hand grenade in New Orleans. I thought that was really cool. You know, the bears that you have in these little machines that with the hook and all that, he's actually fighting those bears. Those bears are actually trying to kill people. Uh, he's fighting the Chicago Bears football team. And the best one was in San Francisco. He's fighting a bunch of like gay bears. You know what I'm saying? Like, Look, I didn't know what it was either. My wife had explained to me. So, like, you get these gay guys, and they're not, like, these uh, feminine gay guys. They're, like, really, like, masculine gay guys. They're usually, like, big. They sometimes have big bellies. Sometimes they're big jacked-up dudes. So you got to be careful who you're fucking, you know, calling, calling names to and shit. But, like, they've got all this hair on them. They're bears. They're big bears. He's fighting a bunch of them. Some of them have, like, G-strings on and shit. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, and then he fights a pet. And uh, in Vietnam, which is his Vietnam flashback, he has a uh, airplane that's like it's like a jet, but it has like bear skin on it. It's like the bear plane, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, this shit is enough madness. It's the it's the perfect amount of madness and goofy. I absolutely fucking love it. Uh, I see. Yeah, the bear montage. It's just it's just goofy shit in all the right places. It's funny. The art is really good. Uh, like, I'm telling you, like, this dude should work for Marvel. He's that good. Art, Neil, or I'm sorry, Niall Ventral, or Vendril. 
Uh, it's really, really good, man. Uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter number two. It's been a fantastic series. Eight point fucking five. What? 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 I, I heard that. See, I got that software that allows me to hear you say shit. Yes, motherfuckers. Eight point five. That this issue's that good. It's funny. It looks great. And uh, I want to know more about this character. Oh, and they introduced this villain. He's like half pig, half human. Yes, 8.5, Marcos. I said it. I knew you was the one, Marcos. I knew you was the one that said that. Um, But yeah, he's like a half human, half pig. And he's like a sorcerer in the woods. And he's disgustingly gross. What they're doing in Shirtless Bear Fighter is they're creating a world. And they're creating a story. And they're making it entertaining along the way. It's a fantastic comic book. 8.5. Now, you say, not pick of the week, Blazing Defender? No, it's not. I'm going to give you the pick of the week. Exo Man of War. If you're not familiar with this cat, you should be. This is Exo Man of War number, issue number five. Exo Man of War is a comic produced by Valiant Comics. Uh, Valiant does some really, really good shit. Exo Man of War, since this, they rebooted it. And I, I don't want to say reboot. There was a series where basically Exo Man of War was on Earth. And he was fighting with Bloodshot and, and uh, you know, Ninjak. All the Valiant heroes, you know, they have continuity too. So, basically, he was tired of war. He was tired of the Shiara, the armor that he wore. And he went off to space. Okay? He is, he, he started a life in on a planet with an alien. And he was basically trying to get away from war. He, he, did, he swore not to wear the armor anymore. All that. War is going to find Eric. Okay? Thank Space Thor. Thor in fucking space. He he's he's a Viking. He's lived thousands of years because of this armor. This armor is like makes him like it's like Iron Man armor on steroids, right? Yeah, like think think Hulkbuster armor, but even badder ass than Hulkbuster armor. Um, it can morph. It can it can do all these different things. He's trying not to use it. And while war has still found him, he's trying to protect the people that he thinks he cares about. There's a lot of political drama in this. He has basically risen in the ranks because he's this fierce warrior. But he starts to find out that people that he's fighting for, he shouldn't be fighting for. Everybody's a little fucked up. Everybody's lying to him. Everybody wants something from him. But what does Eric want? Okay. Now, in all that, we get beautiful artwork. It's almost like painted. Uh, It looks great. The action is fantastic. He fucks people up in this book. Like, almost like Conan type shit. Um, And then you get this, where has the armor been? He really hasn't used the armor much. Well, now the armor is starting to come back and play, even without Eric's knowledge. The girl that, the alien girl that Eric has decided to settle down with, the armor has told Eric he has a child. Now, Eric's like, that's a lie. I don't have a child. And he's like, am I lying? You know, Shar, the armor, I, I say he, I don't know. It's it, When he speaks, when the armor speaks, I have a dude's voice. It'd just be weird if it was a girl, sorry. It'd be like Eric getting inside a girl armor, you know, come on, man. Uh, but anyway... It's fantastic. It's so awesome. I went back today after I read number five and I read one through four again. That's how good it is. Uh, pick of the week. Pick of the week. Exo Man Award number five. A solid nine for me. Uh, that's high. That's high, but it's it's got everything. It's got artwork. It's got entertainment value. It's got violence. It's got story, and it's got layers of story, and that's what I like. But it's got to be self-contained in one issue. It's hard, 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 hard to do. But when you nail it, it's just a good, 
good time to be a comic book fan, man. When you read it and you're like, yeah, motherfucker, you get hyped up. You want to go fucking, fucking shield wall and stab shit and grab a fucking axe and I just chop, you know. Like, I went in my backyard and just start fucking just chopping shit off my fence line. You know, like, oh, charge. That's that's sign of a fucking good comic book. So, XO Man Award, pick of the fucking week, man. It was awesome. I loved it. That's it. That's it, cocksuckers. I told you. Didn't have, I didn't have much uh, comic book news today, but I did have a lot of comics to review, and I wanted to get those out. Some really, really good stuff. Last week was kind of a week. This week was like a week. So, uh, good time to be a comic book fan, guys. A lot of good stuff. Secret Empire being as good as it was, was, was really a highlight of my week, even though it wasn't good enough to be pick of the week. Uh, but Exo Man War, please check that out, guys. It's only on issue five. So you can go back and get the four and or wait for the fucking trade paperback. I don't care. But guys, thank you, thank you so much for joining. Uh it is hot as shit up here because I can't run the air because it's too loud. Uh it's so hot up here. I'm sweat running down my back. But I want to thank Collector Zone again for the cool banner. I want to thank them uh for the pop. Uh, check those guys out. Please, please contact me. Go to the website first. Just do that. Go to the website first. Go to collectorzone.com. Find something you like. If you're getting ready to purchase, come to me. I'm going to give you a coupon code to save you some money off the entire order, not just one thing. So um, I actually have a retirement party to go to tonight. Patrick Alvey, who's a captain at one of my old firehouses at Engine 6 in Portland. Today is his last day in the fire service. Going to go wish that guy best wishes and congratulations. Um, Guys, if you made it this far, your family, thank you so much for supporting the Blazing Defender Report. This is just like, um, it's a a project of mine, but it's something I love. It's something I believe in. I'm passionate about it. I want you, the best thing I hear when people go, man, I watch your show, you know, and of course I love it when they say, you know, I entertain them and, and all that. Uh. That's fantastic. If I, don't, if I don't entertain you, you're not going to watch. So I really, really appreciate that. But when somebody goes, hey, man, I went to the comic shop the other day because you talked about this on your show. And I, I've never been to a comic book shop before. Or, man, I, I got my kids some comic books. I mean, that to me, that's the reason I do the show. I want people to experience the childhood that I had and feel the way growing up that I felt when I got a good grade or or I, I made the varsity team or something like that. And my dad would be like, hey, you want to go to the Great Escape? Or you want to go You want to go to the comic shop? You know, so that was uh, just a highlight for me. And, 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 you know, I lift weights and everything. And I had this image uh, of, of superheroes in my head. And, you know, they're all jacked up and ripped and all that. And I was like, man, I want to be like that. I want to be that guy. And I want to be Cap. And I'm more Thor, but I try to be Cap. You know, like Cap's here but I usually fall at the Thor range because I'm 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 being an idiot first, and we'll think about it later. But uh, comic books embrace who I am. That's one of the reasons I wanted to start a comic book podcast. So with you uh, watching, listening on iTunes, watching on Facebook, um, you it's kind of like a part of me now. So I just want to say thank you, thank you for supporting the show. If anybody could go to podcastingawards.com and nominate this show for inter- under the entertainment category would mean a lot to me. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for viewing. Thank you for sharing the video. Just fucking thank you for everything, man. Honestly, I mean, I get emotional sometimes, but I, I really appreciate it. And, and if I can bring, if I made anybody laugh today, then that's, that's a fucking win in my book. Uh, guys, go kiss your families. Love your wives. Uh, life is way too short to be fucked up and be an idiot and be an asshole. So don't be that. Okay, let's love everybody, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for viewing. And for the Blazing Defender, I'm out. Peace.